This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. This is Healing Sunday. And uh, I love preaching on healing because um, we are in a natural world and we're in a natural body and we're going to encounter natural things that will happen to us at times. Amen. And, uh, and so today I want to minister to you on healing. And uh, the title of the sermon is Hear and Be Healed. Hear and Be Healed. And we'll talk about that down as I continue in my message. But hearing the word is paramount to being healed. Amen. And so we have to be, we have to be hearers of the word. Look at your neighbor saying, I'm a hearer of the word. Amen. And, uh, and so let's look at Exodus 15, 26. And we, we're, we're talking about healing this morning. And, you know, uh, healing is all through the Bible. It's, it's in the Old Testament and it's in the New Testament. It's all through the Bible. So it's not just an Old Testament thing. It's not just New Testament. It's the entire Bible. And so here in Exodus 15, 26, this, you know, God has, uh, has, has names called redemptive names. And this is where he gets one of his redemptive names from. Uh, he's uh, Jehovah uh, Rapha. He's the Lord, our healer. Amen. And so let's look at this. It says in Exodus fifteen twenty six, it says, and, and, and if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord that healeth you. Amen. So this is, this is what the Lord was saying to the people in the Old Testament. He was saying, if you heed to his voice, if you, you know, do right what's in his sight. And, and I know that you may say, well, nobody's perfect, pastor. You know, no, but if you just love God and love people, you do all right. Yeah. You don't have to keep all 634 laws that they had back in the Old Testament. If you want to walk in the healing power of God, just love God. Amen. Just try to please him every day. Well, I know we're not going to please him every day, but we're going to try. Amen. Amen. And just try to please him every day and love people. And if you're loving God and loving people, praise God, then healing won't be too far from you. Can I get an amen here? So, so, so that's, you know, don't focus on trying to keep the law. Just focus on loving God. And loving people. Amen. And so we, we, we know that, that that's one of his redemptive names. He's the Lord that healeth me. Glory to God. Say that. Lord God is the Lord that healeth me. Oh, that was almost good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You guys got it. The Lord that heals me. Amen. And so we know this. And we know that he has other redemptive names. Jehovah Royai is the Lord my shepherd. He's your shepherd. He's Jehovah Jireh, you know, he's the God that's more than enough that meets every need. I love that. Uh, God is Jehovah Shalom. I'm just kind of hit on some of his names this morning so he can remind you here that the Lord is your peace. That's what Jehovah Shalom means. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner. He's Jehovah Tiskanu. He's the Lord, our righteousness. 
He's your righteousness. Amen. You have right standing with God. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus makes us right with God. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's the Lord that is for me. God is for you this morning. God is your righteousness this morning. God is your banner. He is your peace. He's your provider. He's your shepherd. And he's your doctor. He's your great physician. Can I get a witness in the house today? Amen. And that reminds me of Moses when, when Moses was uh, talking to God through the burning bush. Remember the burning bush experience? God spoke to Moses. And Moses asked God, who shall I say that's telling uh, me that, uh, to let the, uh, the, the people go? And God said, tell them I am that I am that sent you. So what is God saying? God's saying he is whoever you need him to be. I am is a powerful name. God is whoever you need him to be at the time you need him. He is your great physician. He is your peace. He is your righteousness. So you got to get a revelation of that. It's a powerful name. Some religious people will try to convince you that divine healing has passed away. What gives people the right to remove God's name from him? If God is Jehovah Rapha yesterday, he is Jehovah Rapha today. So we don't have any right to remove that name. Some people will say that, 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 that healing has passed away. No, God is not the God of I was. He's the God of I am. Can I get a witness in the house today? God's the God of I am. I like what it says in Malachi 3, 6. And it says, for I am the Lord and I do not change. God is the same. Amen. In Hebrews, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, 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 so what am I saying to you today? If Jesus healed 2,000 years ago, Jesus is healing today. If Jesus delivered 2,000 years ago, Jesus is delivering you today. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so, so Jesus is, what is Jesus? Jesus is the Son of God. We know that. But Jesus is also the Word of God. And the, Jesus is the Word made flesh, the Bible says. And the Word of God will heal you today. The Word of God will deliver you today. The Word of God will set you free. Can I get a witness in the house today? Amen. So some, some say that doctors and medicine can replace God. Some say that, that, that really God created doctors and medicine. But, but, but I'm going to say this. Medical science can only go so far. Doctors can only do so much. Doctors aren't God. Amen. Thank God for doctors. We pray for doctors. Well, I, I pray for them. I, I pray that they will have that they will come out with medicines. And medicines is not the all in all that will cure you. Amen. No, only God can cure you. You have an immune system that can cure you, that God sets in our bodies. But we, we also have a supernatural immunity called the blood of Jesus. Amen. The stripes of Jesus that can heal us that can deliver us, and that can set us free. Let's look at Luke 18, 27. And it says here, where it may be impossible with man, all things 
are possible with God. Where the doctor's report may say, you will ne- it will never change, you will always have this condition. Well, that's, that's the impossibility of man. But, but God says where it's impossible with man, all things can be possible with God. So, so what, what am I saying to you this morning? I'm saying that the doctor's report is not the final report. Your condition that you might be dealing with, and you may have been dealing with a condition for a while, it's not your final report. Whose report will you believe? I will re- believe the report of the Lord. So, so what's the final report? The Word of God. The Word of God is our final report. So, so, so we have to get a revelation of that. You know, maybe, maybe you have a doctor's report. Maybe the doctor is telling you you need surgery. Well, always pray before you go into surgery. Always pray first because we don't know if God may want to do something supernatural in your life to heal you from going under the knife. But if it's okay and you feel okay about going into surgery, there, there's no shame in your game. You can go into surgery. Amen. And if you feel led, always pray that God will guide their hands, that, that, that God's anointing will be on the doctors. That's what we do when we, when we have people go into surgery in our church. I'm always praying for the doctors. I mean, I had to have a, a medical procedure last year, and, and, and my doctor looked a little nervous, and I, and I prayed for her right before she, I went in, before she, she went in on me. Amen. I said, I'm praying for you. Amen. Of course, I was uh, I had medication and I was feeling really good. And uh, but uh, but I I she just looked a little stressed. Amen. And I'm telling you, you don't want a stressed doctor working on you. Amen. You you want the doctor. You want the grace of God to be on your doctor. Glory to God. And so and so here uh, you you, want to pray that 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 God's grace will be on the doctor. Always pray. And then number two. Whenever you go through surgery, always pray that God will supernaturally speed up your recovery. People don't think about these things. But God can supernaturally speed up the recovery process in your body. He can expedite it. He can cause it to, to the, the healing power in your body to move quicker. And if he does it a thousand times fast, then glory to God. That's almost instant healing, glory to God. And so what God does, he can heal your body. So, so always pray. If you, if you get in an accident, always pray for supernatural healing. Glory to God. Can I get a witness in the house today? And God will do that. God will supernaturally heal you. I remember my, my mom, she, she was on the stage one day and she fell off the stage. She was fixing the curtains and she broke her hip. And, uh, and so she had to be carried into the car and she went to the doctors. And, uh, and so the bottom line is she had surgery and we, we really believe for a miracle, but sometimes, sometimes the miracle doesn't come to pass, but God may do miracles in a different way. And with my mom, he did a miracle in a different way. He caused her to have no pain through the surgery and, uh, and so she had no pain and the doctors were trying to give her medicine and she said, I, I don't need it. And I remember the doctor was saying to her, you don't need to be a martyr. You need to take this medication. And she said, no, I don't need it. I don't have any pain. 
And he, she, he thought that she was lying because everybody that has hip surgery has tremendous pain. But, my, but, but, but the Bible says Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pain. See, you can even believe that for pregnancy. Glory to God. I know people that believe, yeah, I know it's a natural thing for a woman to have pain when she gives birth. But why not believe that Jesus bore your sicknesses and carried your pains? And I'm telling you, God can do the supernatural in your life. We got to believe the supernatural God over the natural. See, this is the fight that we're dealing with all the time, isn't it? We're always dealing with, we live in a natural world. So we're always dealing with natural things that, that's coming up against us. But there's a supernatural side that God wants us walking in. And so we're either, we're either going to take the natural side or we're, or we're going to jump into the supernatural side through prayer and believing God and believing that God can do the impossible. God can do and he is doing the impossible in each one of our lives. I want to say this. Some may say it's either faith and believe in the healing or it's, it's either going to the doctors. But I say, why not both? I, I believe that you can combine that the two uh, medical science and healing can coexist together. And, and so I'm telling you right now, when you combine the two, medical science and faith, the one person said when, 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 you make the, when you combine this natural and the supernatural together, it makes an explosive force for God. When you do the natural and he can do the supernatural. For instance, if you're tithing and giving offerings, the Bible says when you tithe and give offerings, he will open the windows of heaven. He will pour out a blessing that we cannot even contain. He will rebuke the devourer. When we do the natural, God does the supernatural. Can I get a witness in the house today? Amen. And so we got to get a revelation of that, 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 that God is Jehovah Rapha. There's no terminal cases. There's no unfixable situations with God. Can I get a witness in the, in the house today? In other words, whatever you're dealing with is subject to change. Whatever you're dealing with. And it doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with it, God can change it even today. I like what, what Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, to the man that was dealing with a boy that was demon-possessed, and the disciples could not cast that demon out of that boy. What, 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 what Jesus said uh, when, when the man asked Jesus, can you do anything? Well, we know Jesus can do something. But the man was so depressed, he was, he was thinking even Jesus would have a hard time setting his son free. And Jesus, and I love what Jesus said. He said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So, so what are we lacking in our healing a lot of times? What are we lacking in receiving our healing? Just believing. Just believing that God can do it. Just only believe and you will see the glory of God. We just got to believe. Look at your neighbor and say, believe. believe. Glory to God. I like what Psalms 103 says. Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. We need to start out our days blessing God. We need to start out giving God worship and praise 
every day of our life. I love that. It says here, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know, there's benefits to salvation. Some say, well, you know, getting saved means I don't have to go to hell. That is a, that's a good benefit. But that's not all it is to it. It's more than just escaping hell and going to heaven when we, when we die. It's more than that. He says here, bless the Lord on my soul and forget none, not all his benefits. I love the benefit. He forgives all our iniquities. He forgives your sins. He heals. I love this. Who heals all your diseases. Notice it says all. And, you know, and the Hebrew word for all means all. Amen. I looked that up. The Hebrew word for all means all. It's all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with love and kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. How does he satisfy our mouth with good things? It's the word of God that we speak. It's when we confess the word of God over our circumstances or situations, that's when God can move in our lives. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I love this. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I'm going to say this. Some of us are getting older in here. But 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 you're not you're not getting older in your spirit. You're forever young in your spirit. And as we allow the word of God to renew us, we are constantly being renewed in the spirit every day. Amen. Can I get a witness in the house today? I love this. He forgives all of our iniquities. God's will is to forgive all people. His will is and and he has already positionally forgiven Every person that lives on this earth. But what's holding people from going back to heaven? Or going to heaven? What's holding people back? It's receiving Jesus as their sin sacrifice. That's what's holding people back. But positionally, Jesus had paid the price for the entire world to be saved. So positionally, people's sins are already blotted out as long as they can receive Jesus. So you don't have to work for your salvation. You don't have to try to make, make yourself saved, glory to God. You just got to believe on the sacrifice of Jesus. I like what it says in 2 Peter 3, 9. And this is Peter. He says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, so, so what, 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 what is he saying here is that God wants everybody to be saved. But not everybody's going to get saved, unfortunately. Why? Because they're not willing to receive Jesus. Amen. Are you, getting, are you hearing from what I'm saying today? In 1 John 2, 2, it says, And he himself, talking about Jesus, is the perpetuation for our sins. And not for ours only, but for the whole world. So if, if God wants everybody saved then I would have to declare to you this morning, God wants everybody healed. If if God wants everybody saved, then God wants everybody walking in divine health. Amen. And and why aren't some of us healed? It's because we just don't know, or we're taught wrong, or we think that maybe the doctors is the only way we can be healed. 
No, 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 no. We, we got to get a revelation that Jesus paid the price for us. In Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And griefs, uh, in the Hebrew, it can also mean uh, he, he has borne our sicknesses and sorrows. It also means he's carried our pains. So you can say, Surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, spent with God, and afflicted. Talking about Jesus. But Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Jesus. And by Jesus' stripes, we are healed. We've got to get a revelation of that. We're healed by the stripes of Jesus. Jesus paid the price so that we could walk in not only forgiveness of sins, but that we can walk in the healing power of God. In 1 Peter 2.24, I like the way Peter puts it. He, he combines our, our forgiveness with our healing. He says, Who himself bore our sins on his own body on a tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So if Jesus paid the price for your sins, you have died to your sins. Can I get a witness in the house today? In other words, you don't want to do wrong. In other words, you want to do right. Amen. You have a, a desire to do what's right. You're living unto righteousness. Why? Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And he, he combines it. And then he says, by Jesus stripes, you were healed. I love that. So what is, what is Peter saying? Peter's saying that it's a done deal. When Jesus got on the cross and Jesus said it was finished, it was for our entire spirit, soul, and body. It was for a redemption of all three parts of us. Can I get a witness in the house today? See, see you're, you're hearing the word this morning. And the word is going forth into you. And some of you, you may say, I already heard these scriptures. What I'm doing is I'm watering the word in you today. I want that word to continue to grow in you. And so how does faith come? Hearing and hearing. Not by having heard. So, so I'm going to say this, that some of you might be healthy right now. I'm trying to keep you healthy. Amen. You may, not, you may think, I don't need this. You need it. You may need it tomorrow. You may need it next week. I was, I was delivering groceries the other day. I'm doing great. And I was delivering and I slipped on some stairs. And, it was, and I slipped and I landed on my back. Jesus. That's what you say when you slip. Jesus. You call on the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, I was doing that. And, I, and, I, and I've been sore. And I'm telling you, that soreness is going. It's out. Glory to God. Amen. And I'm telling you, I was like, I was laying on that stairs going, ah, you know. And, uh, and the lady came out and she prayed for me in Jesus' name. And I'm like, man, I, 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 fell, at the wrong, I, I fell at the right steps. A Christian lady that said, in Jesus' name. She didn't want me suing her, I think. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she didn't want me, you know, because you can sue somebody, you know, you get hurt on their property, right? That's why you got property insurance, right? And, uh, 
And she said, in Jesus' name. And then she tried to help me up, you know. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'm telling you, she was the right person, amen. So, so, so if in doubt, always use the name of Jesus, amen. There are many people in this world that, that, will not, that, that will miss heaven because they haven't received Jesus. There are many people in this world that will miss their healing uh, because they, they don't know or they don't receive or they don't believe or, they, or they, they believe that what they are dealing with is something that God has put on them and it's their cross to bear. And you got to get a, a really, uh, you got to get your mind clear. It's, no, Jesus already bore that cross. He bore you know, stripes on his body. And you don't want to say that he did that in vain. If you're saying that this sickness is my cross to bear, then you're saying what Jesus did was for nothing. Oh, I'm preaching today. The stripes that Jesus received on his back was not for you. No, no, no. It is for you. Jesus paid the price. I remember a story about Norville Hayes. And Norville Hayes was a minister that, that, that traveled around the nation and, and traveled around the world. And God put a healing anointing in his life. He had a powerful healing anointing. And I remember that, that Norville Hayes was in his hotel, and I believe he was in Canada at the, that time, to minister in a church. And the Lord revealed to him, I want you to preach on healing. The, and the Lord revealed to him, he said, there's a man that I want to heal in the service and that man was a blind man, and uh, he was actually a very wealthy man. He was called the Donut King because he had donut shops all over Canada. And he was a blind man, but he was saved, and he, 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 he got up. He gave a testimony of how good God is and how gracious God was. And so, and so Norval Hayes preached a message on healing, and, and he took the text of blind Bartimaeus. And he started preaching about blind Bartimaeus and how blind Bartimaeus heard about Jesus and started crying out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And of course, he, was, he, he felt led by the Lord. If you just call out to Jesus, have mercy on you, Jesus will heal you. And, and that blind man was sitting over there and he kept speaking louder and the crowd was looking at the blind man. And, and, and Norval Hayes kept saying, all you got to do is cry out, Jesus, heal me, Jesus. And that blind man wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He did, you know, even though the anointing was there, even though the grace of God was there to heal the man, you got to receive it. You got to have the humility to cry out. How many people are desperate? See, you got to get desperate for God. You got to get desperate for your healing. You got to get desperate for God to move. And I, I don't know. See, blind Bartimaeus got desperate. He wasn't willing for the naysayers to tell him to be quiet. They were saying, be quiet. You know, Jesus doesn't want to talk to you. And so, but he kept yelling louder, Jesus, have mercy on me. And Jesus called him over. And Jesus gave him his eyesight. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? You got to get, look at your neighbor and say, get desperate. Glory to God. You got to get desperate, amen? And so, and so I'm going to say this, that, that Jesus is, you know, his, his commission was to seek and save that which was lost. See, Jesus is seeking to save, and that word save is zozo. It means to deliver and to set free. 
Jesus is looking to deliver some people today. He's looking to set some people free. Amen. I like what, what uh, Peter, when he was preaching in the house of Cornelius, the salvation uh, to them, he said in Acts 10, 38, this, is what, this was Jesus because the bulk of Jesus' ministry was healing people. Can I get a witness in the house today? It's kind of quiet in this Methodist church. The bulk of Jesus' ministry was healing people. It, it, because we, we see this in Acts 10, 38, when, when Peter was preaching to the people in the house of Cornelius that didn't know anything about Jesus, the first thing that Peter said was how God anointed Jesus and Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. That was part of his salvation message. Think about that. Peter was saying... Jesus is a healing Jesus. Can I get a witness in the house today? So, so we got to get a revelation of that, that Jesus is a healer, glory to God. And so we got to believe that. Some people believe this, that the only reason why Jesus healed was to prove his divinity. Some people believe that, that it was to prove out. But I would have to say, if he was trying to prove out that he was from God, then why couldn't he heal some people in his own hometown? I don't believe it was to, to, for him to prove out that he was the son of God for, for to heal people. No, he healed people because he had compassion on people, because he loved people, because it's a covenant right for the children of Israel to have divine healing in their life. It, it, he healed people because of love, not to prove who he was. Because if he healed people to prove who he was, then why, did he, why couldn't he heal some people in his own hometown? In Mark 6, 4, 6, it said, Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty works there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in the circuit teaching. No, Jesus healed people because he believed, because Jesus healed people because people believed in Jesus. They believed the anointing was on Jesus and they received it through their faith. Can I get a witness in the house today? It's going to take God's word and our faith to see healing come to pass in our lives. I'm, I said it this morning. It's not going to be all up on God if you're going to get healed. It's not going to be all God. It's not, well, if it's, I'm going to get healed, it's, it's God's just going to drop it on me. No, there's something you're going to have to do. And you may say, well, what do I, I, don't, I, I thought we're saved by, by grace, not by works. Yes, you are saved by grace. I'm a, so that means I don't have to do anything. No, you do have to do something. You have to believe. Oh, you got to believe. You got to believe that Jesus paid the price. You got you to you gotta keep believing that, that Jesus took your, 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 your sickness on his body through the stripes. Amen. You got to believe glory to God. Hallelujah. And so we got, we got to get a revelation of that. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, For by grace you have been saved, and through faith, not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. So it's going to take faith, and it's going to take God's healing power to, to get you healed. Amen? Amen. Jesus, a lot of times when he was healing people, uh, he would say, your faith has made you whole. Wouldn't he say that? 
He didn't say my anointing made you whole. He said my, your faith, your faith. Uh, as you believe, he would say to some, let it be done unto you. As people came to Jesus, he would say, as you believe, let it be done to you. Uh, he said to the lady uh, one time, your faith has saved you. That was a lady that, that, that poured some oil uh, on, on Jesus. Uh, he also said at the tomb of Lazarus, only believe and you will see the glory of God. What I'm trying to do this morning, I'm trying to stoke up your belief. I'm, try, I'm trying to preach some word to you to, 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 to get you believing that God is a healing God. That God is a delivering God. That you don't have to stay in your state of misery, glory to God. Now you can have the promises of God today, glory to God. In Luke 4, 43-48, let's look at this. It says, but he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities. And because for the purpose... I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues and Galilee. So we see here that Jesus went around preaching the kingdom of God. And what is the kingdom of God? It's God's rulership and dominion. It's his will for our lives today. So that's when, when Jesus preached the kingdom, he preached God's rulership. He, he preached God's dominion in this realm. Jesus was turning around what the devil was doing in people's eyes, he was turning it around for God's good. See, the devil's will is for you to be sick. The devil's will is for you to be broke. The devil's will is for you to have broken relationships. But Jesus came for you to have healed bodies, for you to have a blessing in your bank accounts, for you to have blessed relationships. That's God's rule and his dominion. In other words, you pray the Lord's Prayer, let it be down here on earth as it is in heaven. Can I get a revelation today? Amen. And, and we understand this, that it's, 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 it's God's calling us to, to, to live out our, the kingdom of God down here on earth. That's the reason why everywhere we go, we should be changing the atmosphere wherever we're at. Wherever we go, yesterday, I, I, you know, I, I, I deliver groceries uh, part-time and, and uh, uh, with Amazon, and this guy was waiting for a job. You have to sit on your phone and wait for them to, to call you on your, uh, and see if they give you a job. And he says, I'm not going to get a job. I've been waiting around. I was picking up my groceries because I'm blessed. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm Virginia Beach, you know, blessed. And, uh, and, but I, I, I prayed for him. I just laid my hands. I said, God, I ask that you give him a good job today. And I used the opportunity. This guy was stressed out. He was, he, was, he was believing for a job. And I just I, I caused the, the kingdom of God to reign in his life. I, and I believe he got a job. What, what, what we, there's opportunities for us to invade people's lives with the kingdom of God. That's why in Mark 16, 15, uh, it's the Great Commission. That's why Jesus commissions us to go out into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. You're called to cast out demons. In my name, they will speak in new tongues. God wants you speaking in that heavenly language. In my name, you know, if uh, you uh, take up certain drink, any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. And if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. When you pray for people, 
you are, you are doing the kingdom business. You, you're, the dominion of the kingdom is working in your life. Where is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is inside you. But we got to release it to a lost and dying world. Amen. So, so we know that. So in Luke 51, a multitude was pressing about uh, Jesus and I love this, it says here, a multitude was pressing about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gesseret. So, so people were trying to hear the word of God. And in, in dropping down to Luke 12, it says it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and he fell on his face and implored him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And then he put out his hand and touched him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he charged him to tell no one, but go show yourself to the priests and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses has commanded. So we see here that, that God is never having a bad day when you're asking God for your healing. In other words, the, the promises of God, in one, in one passage, it says the promises of God are yes and amen. What does that mean? That means that God's word is always yes to you. God's promises is always yes to you. Jesus said, I am willing, which tells me, and this is one place, but many places, it tells me it's always God's will for you to be healed. It's always God's will for you to be delivered. It's always God's will for you to be set free. Amen. So we got to get a revelation on that. Uh, praise God. Every person that came to Jesus came by faith receiving their healing. Now let's look at Luke 5, 15. However, the report went around concerning him, and the more and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him and their affirmities. I'm going to say this. The number one point I want to get to you this morning is that hearing the word of God can heal you supernaturally. I'm going to say this again. Healing the word of God. To hear and be healed. That's my title. In Luke 16, in Luke 6, 17 and 19, there's another place where Jesus is preaching. And it says here, as he came down with them and stood on the level place with a crowd, his disciples and great and a great multitude of people from the Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. Notice that they came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And those who multitudes sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. We see that clue that hearing the word of God can cause healing in our lives. How do you get saved? You get saved by hearing the word of God. In Romans 10, 14, it says, How then shall they be? be saved unless they call upon him and how shall they believe and how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard and how shall they hear without a preacher so so the only way you can get saved is by hearing the good word i'm going to say this to you this morning uh that god wants everybody say he wants you saved this morning he wants you to he wants to have a relationship with you this morning glory to god. He, and not only does he want you saved he wants you healed glory to god can I get a revel uh, witness in the house today? In Romans 10, 17, we talked about this earlier, but it says, then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
So faith doesn't come by having heard, but it comes by hearing, glory to God. As we continue to hear the word of God uh, on the subject of healing, we will eventually be walking in it. Can I get a revelation? You can't hear the word and not receive something from it. And it's the anointed word of God that you must hear. It's the anointing that's on the word that will set you free. In Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, it says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. This is a perfect example. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And they are health to their flesh. Notice that. So what, what is, what is uh, the... the uh, what, what is the person saying in Proverbs? He's saying, give attention to God's word. He's saying, incline your ear to his sayings. He's saying, let them not depart from your eyes. Why? Because his word is not like medicine. It is medicine. God's word is medicine to our bodies. I like what Proverbs 4, 2022 in the GW translation says, my son, pay attention to my words. Open your ears to what I say. Do not lose sight of these things. Keep them in the deep within your heart because they are life to those who find them and they're healing to your whole body. I'm going to say this to you this morning. We tend to forget the word of God when we're encountering the problems of life. We tend to forget the word of God when we're dealing with the pain in our body. We tend to forget why. We tend to focus more on the pain that we're dealing with than the pain that Jesus received through receiving stripes on his body. We tend to go natural instead of going supernatural. And I'm telling you, whenever a pain hits you, you need to start speaking the word of God. You need to hear yourself speak the word of God. By Jesus Christ, I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free, glory to God. So I'm going to give you, this, I'm, I'm closing down, four steps for your healing. Number one, you got to hear the word of God. Amen. Number two, you got to speak to your problem. You got to speak. Number three, you can't doubt that God's word is not working. It might be, you know, a, a, it may be delayed, but doesn't mean it's it's a denial. It may be a process, and sometimes it's a process to our healing. But you know, it was a process for Abraham to get that promise child. It's normally a process. It was a process for Joseph 13 years before he became prime minister of Egypt. There's going to be a process at times, but keep believing. And number, th number four, believe that you have received it when you pray to God for your healing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So step one, hear the word. Step two, speak to the mountain. Step three, doubt not. And step four, believe that you receive that's all in Jesus talking about speaking to the mountain. He says, speak to the mountain, believe, doubt not, and you will have what you say that you will have. You need to continue to speak God's word, get into agreement with God, get into alignment with God, because in God's mind, you are already healed because Jesus paid for it 2,000 years ago. Did you receive it today? Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you for your mercies and your goodness and your love. And I thank you, Father God, oh, for every person here and for those that are watching online. And I thank you, Father God, that you are knocking on the doors of every person's heart 
that doesn't know you. And you're knocking on their door and you want to come into their life. And perhaps you've never made a decision for Jesus. Well, today is the day of salvation. The Bible says, do not put it off. And so if that's you today and, uh, and you want to receive Christ, just raise your hand. I want to pray for you, glory to God. Maybe you're watching online and you're believing. Hallelujah. And we want, to, we want to pray for you. We're not going to call you up, but praise God. Well, just pray this prayer for those for the sake of those watching online. And perhaps you're here. Just pray this prayer. If you never confess Jesus as your Lord, this is the time to do it. Just say, dear God, I believe Jesus. You died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Today, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.